Hello all, I just wanted to hop on really quickly and give a slight content warning for this episode of the podcast. There are a couple of mentions of uh, suicide and self-harm in this episode, and I wanted to just give you those timestamps really quickly. They're going to be at roughly the 19 and a half minute mark to the 20 and a half minute mark, and then about the 43 and a half minute mark to about the 44 minute mark. Um, I'll give exact times in the uh, in the description. Uh, and yeah, just stay safe. Just wanted to hop on and let you guys know before we started this episode. Enjoy. Oh no. Hello everybody. Welcome to Oh No with Anna Campion. It's me, your host, Anna Campion. Same name, uh, same person, uh, tragically. Uh, I, this is the podcast all about embarrassing stories, uh, and absurd stories and, uh, you know, just wild and wacky things that happen in life. Um, and I'm joined today, uh, by the lovely Nicole Zelniker. Hello, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm, you know, it's, it's quarantine and it's Mm -hmm. crazy, but I'm mostly good, I think. We're almost a year in. Yeah. It's pretty bananas. So, yeah, we actually last year, um, my my birthday was the day that uh, we all just kind of like stopped seeing each other. So that mm-hmm. was like a fun, like March um, uh, March fifteenth or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like a it, it's a fun little cycle, I guess. You know. Yeah, you're gonna have your second quarantine birthday. How I does, am. How does that feel? Um, it feels like pretty normal at this point it's just you know it's just a thing we don't see other people and yeah fuck other people right (laughs) who who needs it yeah whoever said i'm like you know people are dying and on the other hand i'm like i'm an introvert and this is this is fine yeah i kind of well listen like i i'm also an introvert Mm -hmm. but um i just fucking like miss um I miss, like, lounging in bookstores, I'm going to be honest with you. That's one of the number one things I miss. I also miss, um, like, meandering through a CVS Mm -hmm. for, like, 30 minutes if I'm, like, early to meet a friend or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That that was the best. I, um, (laughs) I work, um, well, I'm now, yesterday was my last day of work. I'm now unemployed if you're hiring. Um, but... Uh, I, my office, uh, is located, like, right below Union Square, Mm -hmm. and so I'm literally, like, two blocks from the Strand Bookstore in my office, so that would be, like, what I would do, like, once a week on my lunch break, is I would literally just go to the Strand and buy a book, and just, and, like, call my mom, um, and now I call my mom from my bed, and I'm like, hey, mom, uh, nope, nothing new, nothing Nothing too crazy. Yeah, just... I get a lot of, you know, like, hey, what have you done this week? And I'm like, I don't know, pet my cat. Yeah, uh, I ate. Yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah, it's, I, um, and now, um, you're in New York? Yeah. As yeah, well? I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know how fucking bananas it is outside right now with all of the snow that's still yes. on the ground. And so it's, yeah. like, still kind of impossible to, like, mm-hmm go on a run or like even go on a walk or (laughs) anything it's like not enjoyable no Um, not at all I've been trying to do these like blogilates workouts that just like 
you know, are, are the epitome of like bougie white people workouts. Um, sure. But um, just to move, like just yeah. to not sit like a potato all day. Yeah, it's so it's so tough. Um, yeah, I mean, so we sort of know each other through mm-hmm. my roommate and your friend. Yes. Elizabeth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know if you've been in our apartment, but yeah. it's fucking small yeah and um and I live in I live in the smallest room in our apartment and Mm -hmm. it's not like the the common area is all that big either so sometimes I do like little ab workouts or yoga or something like that Mm -hmm. and I have to do them like in the one in like the one section of my room (laughs) that I used to like walk around um your current room is Elizabeth's old room yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm very familiar with how tiny your room is. It's small. Yeah, it's very small. It's very small, and it's just packed to the brim with fucking books and knickknacks. Like yeah. I cannot ever pass up an opportunity for some sort of. Um, I actually just built a new bookcase because uh, my I literally had like I'm not kidding like mm-hmm. three feet tall, like a stack of books that was just like on top of my bookshelf and on top Mm -hmm. of my desk and I was like all right we need to (laughs) we need to get another shelving unit in here for sure um so you you like the podcast you you listen Mm -hmm. to the podcast right I know you follow the Instagram which is like so fun you're you're one of the four non-William and Mary people (laughs) I talk about who listen to the podcast um so do you find that you like get embarrassed easily or not so much or like where do you kind of stand in your personal experience on that I don't think I get embarrassed easy easily um I think that the so the the couple of times that come to mind that I've just like really gotten embarrassed is when you know I'm with someone that I really like respect or admire that's like Mm -hmm. in, in a position of authority and I just like can't form words is usually what what gets me um yeah but, like, I want to say something intelligent, and what comes out is just garbage. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times, mm-hmm. too, where I'm, like, trying to impress, like, someone I meet at, like, a film festival or something yeah, like that. for sure. And I'm, like, and I'm, like, yeah, no, and I actually, um, or it's, like, I'll, I'll say some, like, half-baked opinion I have, and then they're, like, I completely disagree. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah no, I yes. actually didn't mean it. I actually <laughs> didn't even mean what I said at all. Yeah. Um, do you find that, like, you... Like, I, I, um, think especially since moving to New York, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where you're, where you're from originally. I'm from, like, yeah. the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. But, um, I found that since I moved to New York, I also am just, like, much more privy to, like, really weird shit that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it happens to me, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm, like, literally just witnessing it, like, on the subway. Do yeah, you, I, do I you think find I'm... That? I'm more prone to secondhand embarrassment oh, than yeah. I am to my own embarrassment. Like mm-hmm. watching, you know, a couple fight on the subway is like, oof. Mm-hmm. I once, um, I actually, I just found this in uh, one of my mm-hmm. my journal from when I first moved up here. I was looking through yeah. it and uh, it was like, you know, it was within like my first month here and I, I was taking the subway to, uh, I had like gone to a concert or something with a friend and was going home and mm-hmm. um on and I wrote how on the train I saw uh like two girls and a guy and they were sitting Mm -hmm. on the subway like girl girl one guy girl two and Mm -hmm. it seemed like girl one and guy were like a couple and they were like holding hands and he had like his arm around her or something like that but 
the two girls were just like staring really like intimately at each other and i was like uh-huh. oh my this poor fucking guy these two are totally fucking behind his back like and oh, it's just yeah i created this whole like yeah you know narrative of like how these two are secretly dating these two girls are secretly dating like they yeah. can't be open with their feelings for each other yet because like they live in repressive households like i came up with this entire backstory and i just kept thinking like oh my god this poor fucking guy but i see that kind of shit <laughs> all the time yeah i feel like on the subway for sure i think so i haven't taken the subway since march sure um yeah. so i am immunocompromised and i'm trying my hardest not to get covid fingers crossed uh, um but as we all should be yeah yeah, so a lot of my a lot of my interactions with people now are just like, you know, walking past maskless people and shooting them dirty looks when they walk away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so annoying because it's just like, I, I'm like, dude, I'll like buy you a fucking mask right I now. Know. I'm not like, can you just like wear it? Yeah, like- the funniest thing to me is walking through um, Prospect Park and seeing uh, police officers hanging out, you know, asking asking folks to put on masks while they themselves are not wearing masks. Ugh, fucking. Ugh. That's fun. I hate cops. I hate, <laughs> I hate the New York police yeah. department. And yeah. I'm willing to go on record and say that. <laughs> um, if the NYPD have words for me, tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand them. Yeah, it's it's really interesting just like... Well, and it's also, and I mean, like, you know, I'm trying, I've been trying for a while to sort of get past the, like, blaming of individuals and the, Mm -hmm. like, getting mad at individuals because, like, there was a long time, and I think, like, it still happens, where I'm like, you fucking Mm -hmm. idiot. I can't believe (laughs) that, like, you are, like, there was, I actually, I had, like, a legitimate falling out Mm -hmm. with a college friend because, um, in the, in the, in, like, april or may like yeah uh a group of people who i was friends with in college um like all traveled from different states to go to like one of their beach houses and in north carolina and were you know posting pictures like they weren't yeah yeah but and and i got and i like called them out on it and was Mm -hmm. like that's fucked up and Mm -hmm. um and me and me and one friend uh, now no longer speak because of that. But um, yeah. so, but I and I would get like so angry about it, and then I sort of like slowly. It I don't know. It's kind of I'm of two minds because it's like on the one hand, it's like of course people are gonna like fucking go to their beach house or whatever if they mm-hmm. have it because like there's no federal regulation against it. Like there's yeah. no federal guidelines, so everyone's just kind of trying to gauge whatever risk they're comfortable with. For sure. There's no personal responsibility, but there's also no, like, communal responsibility. Exactly. And then on the other hand, I'm like, can you just fucking not for, like, a a couple months? Can you just, like, not hang out with people that you don't live with? Or if you do, like, fucking go to the park and hang out outside? Like, I'm not getting where... For sure. There, there was an article I read not that long ago about uh, Canadians who are now stuck in Florida because they, they tried to get somewhere warmer for the quarantine and now they can't get back into Canada. I don't know why they would do... I mean, like, I get it. I mean, like, yeah, Canada's Florida of cold, all places. But, yeah. uh, like, that's such a downgrade, <laughs> like, government-wise. Because yeah. it's like, if you get COVID in Canada, then, like, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. Like... 
I mean, with the, obviously, like, you know, COVID is very serious, but, like, if you're, like, the person who, if you're a person who feels like they're healthy enough to, say, Mm -hmm. travel during a quarantine, you're Mm -hmm. probably going to be okay if you get COVID in Canada. But if you get COVID in Florida, you're fucked. Like, straight (laughs) up. Um, Yeah. Yeah, one of my uh, best friends from high school is studying, uh, she's in PA school in, Mm -hmm. uh, in Florida. I believe, I believe she's studying in, in Fort Lauderdale. Um, okay. and she, uh, was home for, like, Christmas, and as was I, uh, you know, Northern mm-hmm. Virginia gang rise, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we were sitting on my porch and, and catching up and whatever, and she was like, yeah, I mean, like, I have a lot of friends who are just, like, still, like, going to bars and stuff like that, because it's, like, yeah. not only is it, like, not actively discouraged, it's, like, encouraged in florida it's like everyone's like for sure obsessed with this idea of like keeping small businesses alive when it's like i mean the government could also do that with like their money yeah well that's the capitalism is the root of all evil i mean and absolutely true that's yeah it i mean it's the whole idea of you know like getting getting kids back in school before we vaccinate teachers like Mm -hmm if getting kids back into school is such a priority, why aren't you vaccinated? Like, all the priorities are so fucked, and... Yeah. Am I allowed to say fuck on your podcast? Oh, a I did it, like, three times. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred... I mean, uh, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but I I mentioned how an ex-boyfriend of mine was mm-hmm. inside me at one point on the podcast. <laughs> so you get, to say, you get to say whatever cool. you fucking want. Just... Cool, cool. Yeah. The, it was funny. My friend, uh, Kyle, who came on the podcast mm-hmm. last week, he was like, is there anything that I, like, can't say? And I'm like, <laughs> no, but, like, if you're to name drop, probably don't use, like, a last name. Like, that's yeah, probably that's the fair. only thing that's that fair. I would say, like, yeah. you know, don't do um don't be a snitch but like you can say fuck all you want i also just don't want to get sued i don't want to have to take super any, valid anything down that's yeah. why i make up names for fucking everyone um <laughs> i just i i can't i can't yeah. be bothered um so you've so you're immunocompromised so, you, so you've been kind of mm-hmm. keeping to yourself as much as possible which is great has mm-hmm. anything have you and you're still you're still working i assume like remotely so I am not. So back in August, I quit my job in the middle Cheers. of a pandemic because I'm Fuck stupid. It. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, you know, it was a good job and, and it was good people. Um, it was in journalism and mm-hmm. um, I felt like that, that was when George Floyd was happening and the election was coming up and I felt like objectivity is a myth is, mm-hmm. um, you know, a thing that I believe. And I was having a lot of I, I was having a hard time with um, the way that the organization um, was, was handling all handling of everything. Yeah. Right. Um, so I left, still have a good relationship with the folks there. Um, they understood why I was leaving and uh, did uh, calling for a while into local elections in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like two out of nine of them panned out. Um, love North Carolina. Did undergrad in North Carolina. North Carolina sometimes sucks. Um, right. Guilford, right? That yeah, was, that was mm-hmm. your college. I'm yes. familiar. I'm yeah, familiar. Um, so, yeah, so I did that for a while, um, and now I am looking for more work. Also, oh, nice. Yeah, um, I did. I did a couple of. Um, I did a couple of phone banks for like the census mm-hmm. and stuff like that here, just in Brooklyn, um, mm-hmm. through the Brooklyn like DSA, yeah. and. Um, 
that shit is so hard. I only did it a couple of times. And because I always fool myself into thinking I'm going to be, like, good at it and I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy it and, like, it's a good civic service. And I'm like, I would literally just rather give $100 for other people to do it. <laughs> it is so fucking yeah. hard. It's awful. Phone calls. I did uh, volunteering into uh, into Georgia during the runoff elections. And that oh was a little God. bit easier because we were calling folks that we're organizing on the ground in Georgia and seeing, you know, if we, if we could work with them, Mm -hmm. um, instead of calling folks directly, but calling folks in North Carolina, like calling voters. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's going to be true anyway, anywhere. Um, but it's, it's rough. It's Um, mortifying. It's mortifying. yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, well, and also it was like, I was calling people that, you know, wrong numbers like mm-hmm. how'd you get this number and I'm like I, I honestly I don't know I just signed up to yeah. like call you like I think That's, I got yeah I think mm-hmm. I got one person to fill out the census and I called probably <laughs> like 75 people so I yeah. think I got one person so I don't know if I'm just shitty at it or one if that's just person. like the nature I think it's just hard in general the worst phone calls I this happened to me twice um speaking of you know the premise of embarrassing but mm-hmm. uh happened happened to me twice where I called a number and I said, you know, is so-and-so there? Um, and they were not because they were dead. Um, and then it's like, That's how do you... Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah. So then, you know, you, you take them off the list. But I'm just yeah. like, I just really re-traumatized someone and this is terrible. Yeah. I, um... Th- okay, so my, so my Uncle Jim, he passed mm-hmm. away when I was like four. Mm-hmm. Um, and for context, I am, mm-hmm. now, I am now 24, so he passed away, like, yeah. you know, basically 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and, um, my family has moved into, like, I'm not kidding, at least, like, six or seven different houses, like, mm-hmm. since he has passed away, and we still get letters from, like, the Nature Conservance, yeah. Conservancy, which I think he was, he, like, you know, he, like, mm-hmm. did, like, a monthly donation to or whatever. And we still get shit addressed to my Uncle Jim at my house. That's why. And I'm, like, he has never lived here. He has never <laughs> lived in this house. Yeah. I, it's, like, even in the house that my parents moved into mm-hmm. literally, like, la- uh, I shouldn't say last summer, uh, in, mm-hmm. in the summer of 2019. So, like, okay. I didn't even, I haven't even really lived there. Um, yeah we still get shit addressed to my uncle Jim and I, and I see it like, you know, like it'll, I see it, you know, maybe a couple times a year and I'm just like, guys, how the fuck are you still (laughs) getting this information? Take him off the list. He's not moving. No, he's not. He's buried in Arlington national cemetery. He's a great guy, but he's dead folks. Like he's, he's like RIP, but stop, stop sending me mail. You're not letting him R.I.P. No. You're not letting him R.I.P. So, yeah. No, no I would be I would be fucking mortified if, yeah. that, if that happened. Um, have you been doing, like, freelance work and stuff? Or are you just kind of, like, applying, um, applying, applying? I, I've been applying, applying majorly to jobs. I've been doing a lot of um, – so I have a book coming out next week. Ooh. Um, so I've been doing some promo stuff for that. I've been editing. I have no sense of chill, so I've been editing um, – mm-hmm a book that's coming out this coming fall. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the book? Give us the deets. Yeah, so uh, it's about a woman who um, is released from the psych hospital after eight months um, Mm -hmm. because of uh, depression, because of uh, attempted suicide, and she 
um, you know, moves back in with her, her wife and daughter and just figuring out, um, how to, how to people again, um, and how to, how to navigate the world, um, that... Is this based on a lived experience? Uh, so kind of and kind of not, um, I... I assume you don't have a wife and a daughter. I don't have a <laughs> wife and a daughter. I, I have dealt with, um, depression, anxiety, various, um, mental health as all the things. cool people have. Yeah, my brain is an absolute mess. But yeah. um, and I, I, when I was fourteen, I went into the psych hospital for um, five days for suicidal ideation. Mm, um, damn. So this is like a much. Did you expanded... get the grippy socks? I did not get grippy socks. Fuck. Um, and what was the point? What What is even the point? There is nothing more depressing than being in a psych hospital for depression. So you might as well get some benefits. Um, That's um. I don't know if you are a fan of Maria Bamford and her comedy. I don't know who that is. No, she's a she's a very funny comedian, and she okay. uh, is has been very open about her struggles with um, like depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and uh, certain um, like I think she has some like psychosis kind of tendencies, but mm-hmm. she has a very funny story about how she went into. And I say it's a very funny story because she told it for the yeah. sake of being funny. Yeah, she yeah. went into the mental ward for a few months um, after she had basically like a, like a nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. and um, she, uh, like when she was getting, she was doing like the intake, and she mm-hmm. and the person like pulled up one of her YouTube clips oh, of boy. her talking about like being depressed, like mm-hmm. in a stand up set, and she was like. I don't really think you should <laughs> be doing this right now. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Cl- you might be able to relate. So it's, yeah, there uh, you go. Um, that's cool. So this is a work of fiction. Where? How is it getting... Yeah. Where are you... Who's publishing it? So it's Atmosphere Press. Mm-hmm. Um, they published my last um, short story. This is my mm-hmm. first novel. Um, yeah, super fancy. Um, oh. <laughs> and I got major imposter syndrome. Sorry? What an accomplished bitch you are. <laughs> no, I have major imposter syndrome. I never think I am as all the cool good people enough to do. be doing anything. As all the cool people do. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the worst parts about publishing a book um, as, as related to imposter syndrome is asking folks for blurbs. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, you're, you're sending them an email that's basically like, hey, I think I am good enough for you to tell people how good I am yeah. and how good this book is, um, will you do that? And it mm-hmm. is terrifying. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah. I, I've been sending those out. Um, I sent one out to – there is an author who um, is, like, pretty pretty well-known um, who I've, I've been in touch with. I took a class with him um, before the pandemic mm-hmm. um, and, you know, said a bunch of super embarrassing stuff we can absolutely come back to if you want um <laughs> in that class but mm-hmm. um have have been emailing uh on and off with him since then and um you know sent him an email that was like you know if it's okay I would love it if you could maybe do this mm-hmm. and if you don't have the time that's also okay like mm-hmm. absolutely I, I had to take out like most of the email was no worries if not and, yeah um and he's been super nice and was super nice about it and of has course. been just very Most encouraging people this whole time. actually are pretty nice and like yeah. want to help with shit like yeah. that. Um yeah, I I always like am like uh, like shit like that happens with mm-hmm. um like my Patreon and stuff like that yeah. where people will like you know commit to give me, you know, 
Yep. You get <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whoa. Um, well, people will commit to giving you, you know, like $3 a month. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you don't mean this. Like, you yeah. know, this is too much. And I'm yeah, like, for sure. It's, it's not. It's, and people it's exactly what you want. And also. And yet, it's too much. Yeah, I cannot handle. Yeah. Um, let's see. I want to hear about some of the embarrassing shit you did in this guy's class. So oh, he's boy. a well-known author. So this was, yeah. I assume. So this is kind of like just like he hosts like a workshop or something yeah, like that here so in this New York. Was, yeah, this was through, um, fuck, who was it through? It was, it was through an organization that, mm-hmm. that hosts writers and, you know, you, you can pay an obscene amount of money to go take a class with him. And this guy is like a childhood hero of mine. So mm-hmm. I went, um, I, I'm notoriously early. So I was one of the first people there. He yep. comes in, there's no do one else get, there yet. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Do you get bad yeah. time anxiety? Yes. I do too. I, I to am always early. 20 minutes early to everything. Yes. I, when I was still going into mm-hmm. my office, I mm-hmm. would show up, I'm not kidding, 20 minutes before my boss would show up every yeah. single day. Rarely was there a day where I came in after him. So yeah, I totally, sure. I, I hear you on the time anxiety. It yes. is, it is, because it's like, you think like, if I'm late, I'm a bad person. Yes, like, I, for I sure. will be, anyway, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but. Yeah, but also then everyone else is late and then you're just waiting there for like 40 minutes. Yes, um, yes. But. Yeah, so he comes, no one else is there, so I'm, like, sitting in this seat, like, trying to make myself as small as possible mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that, like, he doesn't notice me mm-hmm. um, because I'm awkward. Sure. And so where, you know, people get there, he starts the class, he asks, you know, to start, everyone's going to say, like, you know, who they are, their favorite word, we're going to put it on the board, we're going to use it later for, for an exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, like, going around the classroom, and my dumbass brain is like, fuck, do I know words? <laughs> um, so... The, I do not have thing, a mastery of the English language. No, I, I didn't major in English. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't go to journalism school. That's not a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I, he gets <laughs> to me, and I'm like, ah, fuck. So I say the first word that comes out of my mouth, which is glioblastoma, which is, for, like, viewers who do not know, a, like, really awful brain cancer. <laughs> um and so he's like, oh, how do you spell that? And this one woman behind me goes, you know, she, she spells it for him. And she's like, I know that because a family member just died of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> so super cringy. That's um, awful. I, like, cannot. There are a bunch of reasons I can't believe this author still communicates with me. But that is that is one of them. What an oh god (laughs) like why why it's terrible it's terrible oh it's and it's just so bad because like I've had total brain farts like that before Mm -hmm. where you just kind of like say something but usually you just you just kind of sound silly for saying it and then like the person's like oh okay and then you kind of like this one was genuinely terrible that's pretty awful um (laughs) did you have to use it in the exercise later um, so we, we could use, so the way that the exercise was, was framed, we could use any of the words anyone had, had said and no oh, one picked God. Oh, glioblastoma yeah. because obviously that's, that's also just like a, I'm, I'm a huge literary nerd. So like my, my celebrity, you know, idols are all like authors. So there sure. was once, uh, Margaret Atwood came to, um, my undergrad mm-hmm. and, uh, spoke, spoke with some students. I wasn't technically invited. It was a couple of um, a couple of classes that were reading her book. I emailed my advisor. I said, you know, she's one of my favorite people. Please let me in. She goes, okay, fine. You can stand in the back. So I sat mm-hmm. in the front. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
um, you know, afterwards, uh, she was, she was doing, um, book signing and I approached her with everyone else had, you know, come with the books they were reading for class, which was, uh, The Handmaid's Tale and, um, The Edible Woman. Sure. And I had come with her book on writing, Negotiating with the Dead, um, which is fantastic. Classic cool move. Classic cool move. But one, because, you know, I'm, you know, I am showing off a little bit, but also Mm -hmm. because it it happened to be the book that of hers that I had with me. Sure. Um, and, uh, so I get there and she's like, you know, what, what's your name? So she can sign it at completely blank. I'm like, I don't know my name. Mm-hmm. You're Margaret Atwood. Who am I? <laughs> so it takes me like a couple seconds too long to say Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, I, I could probably never face her. She probably doesn't remember me, but like, I know that I did that and I could never face her again. I, I, I hear you. Um, well, sometimes when you're put on the spot with very <laughs> obvious questions, like I, yeah. um, I mentioned this uh, in uh, my episode from a couple weeks ago, but mm-hmm. um, I get asked how old I am when I buy beer and lottery yeah. tickets, and I my immediate instinct is to say 21, because mm-hmm. that was, like, the, the legal age to yeah. buy these things. And so for, like, from the time I was 18 to 20, that mm-hmm. would be, like, I'm 21. Like, yeah. that was my gut response. And now that you're 24. I'm now 24. Yeah. So I can be honest and say I'm 24, but for whatever reason, I have, like, a gut, like, panic yeah. that I'm going to get 21. it wrong and that they're not going to yeah. let me buy the beer, even though my ID, my government, my yeah. New York State-issued ID declares that I'm 24 because yeah. I am. And I'm like, and every single time. I fucking flip out. Like, I cannot get the answer out. It's so yeah. weird because it's so, um, you know, it's like, my name's Anna. I'm 24 mm-hmm. years old. I live in Brooklyn. And yeah. still, it's like when you're sort of unexpectedly asked one of those yes. questions, yeah. you're kind of like, uh, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you're like, I sure. don't know why I just fucking like short circuited. I get, this is not the point of your story, but I get carded for literally everything because I'm 25, oh God, I look too. like I'm 16. Me too. Because um, you, yeah. you know what you and I both have? Um, yeah. We both have cheeks. Yes. We yeah. both have very round cheeks. Do you, mm-hmm. do a quick smile for me. Okay. So when I smile, my eyes scrunch up. Mm-hmm. And so for whatever reason, I, I, okay, here's actually a very funny and embarrassing story. Yeah. Um, about my age and getting sort of carded. Um, so when I was 20, my mm-hmm. family and I flew to Colorado to, um, go to my cousin's wedding. Um, so this was right before I turned 21, um, and I was a junior in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's important to note about my family is, so there's five of us, my, my mom, mm-hmm. my dad, and then me and my two siblings, uh, and my, I'm the oldest, however, I'm the shortest. So I'm 5'3", my sister's probably 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and my mm-hmm. brother is, you know, 6'1". Um... Mm-hmm. So they're both really tall. Um, on a like on a side note, they both also tan. They never sunburn. I mm-hmm. don't tan. I only sunburn. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also cool. Yeah. Um, so they're they are like my brother looks pretty much just like Liam Hems- mm-hmm. Liam Hemsworth, and my sister looks like Gigi Hadid. And so that's cool. like cool, Great. and I've accepted that because I get told <laughs> I look li- I look like Jillian Bell, and and I I've come to accept that. Mm-hmm. I do every once in a while, though. I've been told now a few times that I look like Rosamund Pike, so I'll take that, too. But regardless. <laughs> cool. So, 
And I'm like, you know, we're flying to Colorado. It's late September. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, it's chilly. And, you know, you're going on a plane. And so, and I, we were just going for like three days, I think. So I had packed like a duffel bag and then... I knew that I, it was going to be cold there. So I had like my coat and like a flannel over like my sweatshirt. And you know, mm-hmm. when you kind of like layer up to get on the plane, cause you can't pack it. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I'm wearing like a baseball hat or whatever. And I go, we're going through TSA to like get checked. And, um, I'm getting like, like I put my stuff in and I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm taking off all my stuff and the TSA agent goes, um, are you under 12? <laughs> and I was like, I'm 20. Yeah. I'm 20 years old. Yep. So no, I'm not under 12. And yeah. my siblings thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And I wanted to just fucking die. Because yeah. like, also like, I get it. I'm short and I have a baby face. Uh-huh. But like... Under I 12, thought, though. Like, I thought I was dressed kind of hip. Like, I feel <laughs> like, you know, I was wearing, like, yeah. shit that, like, college students wear. Like, I was wearing ripped jeans and vans yeah. and, like... You weren't I, dressed like 12. I wasn't wearing fucking Justice or Limited <laughs> 2. Like, I wasn't... Yeah. I didn't have those fucking Claire's, like, um... You know those, like, weird, like, rubber plastic mm-hmm. spiky ball yeah. earrings? Yeah. Like, it's not like I had those in. Like, yeah. I... I was, like, I get it that I don't look old, but yeah. I don't think I, I would understand 16. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Because I'm yeah. only 20. Sure. Yeah. I I basically look the same now as mm-hmm. I as I did when I was 16 or 17. Same. Yeah. 12? You think I'm 12 or 12. under? Are you fucking serious? It was mortifying. It was so yeah. embarrassing. I went to, um, to an R-rated movie. Um, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic. So I was 24, about sure. to be 25. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went with a friend that also, you know, looks like a child, mm-hmm. um, like we do. And, uh, we, so we're, we're going through, we're, we're going, um, it was one of, one of the Stephen King movies that came mm-hmm. out that year. And, um, oh, probably horror, was horror is it part two. It was either it part two or Dr. Sleep. Cause I saw yeah. them both in theaters cause I'm mm. a crazy person. Oh, so you like um, scary movies. I love scary movies. Okay, interesting. Um, and so we we were going, um, you know, up to the theater, and, and this woman asks, can I see your ID? And I just kind of blurt out, like, I'm 24. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> exasperated. And this poor woman looks at me like, okay, like, you don't, you, you can go through if you want. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it out on you. I will say the one time I was not carded. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. There's been a handful of times since mm-hmm. I've been, like, in my, like, early to mid-20s that I haven't mm-hmm. been carded when I'm just buying shit at, like, the grocery store or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the first time that I expected to be carded and I wasn't carded. Um, mm-hmm. So my birthday's in November. Mm-hmm. And me and my best friend from high school, who I mentioned earlier. Hi, Maddie, if mm-hmm. you're listening. Um, she, she, her birthday's six days before mine. And okay. so we would always, like, do birthday stuff, like, kind of mm-hmm. together. Like, not necessarily, like, joint parties or anything like that, but, like, um, like in high school, like, all mm-hmm. of the Hunger Games movies would always yeah, come out, yeah. like, at midnight, like, the weekend between our birthday oh, or remember. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that we would always, like, you know, do the, mm-hmm. do that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, we, so we had both turned 17 
and mm-hmm. we that was uh when American Hustle was in theaters and okay yeah and we were stoked on it we were so excited mm-hmm. to go see it because we were both big Jennifer Lawrence fans because mm-hmm. of the Hunger Games yada yada and yeah. so and maybe I was more stoked on it than she was because I'm like a big movie nerd and I uh-huh. love Amy Adams too but mm-hmm. she she came with me and we both like you know have our driver's license ready to go to sailing mm-hmm. here and we're 17 and we can go and they yeah. didn't even they didn't even, they didn't give a shit they didn't give yeah. a shit we could You're like, have, no, but it's really cool. I'm 17. We could have been three raccoons stacked up in a trench. Though. They would not have, they wouldn't yeah, have known. It was, and, sure. it, and we both walked in and we were kind of like, oh, I kind of yeah. wanted them to like, yeah, ask us. So I don't And get, now I, I guess I'm carded. paying for that because now I, I get asked yeah. every fucking time I try to do anything. Yeah. I don't get carded super frequently, so I don't drink um, mm-hmm. for autoimmune reasons. And sure. Good for I, you. I drink a lot, <laughs> but good it, for you. It is not a choice. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I, I like, you know, very infrequently go to bars or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I'm carded when I'm with friends or, you know, I got my mom a thing of wine once for a holiday as mm-hmm. a present, um, and, which she didn't end up drinking because apparently it's not the type of wine she likes. Anyway, um, I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, mom. <laughs> um but so this one time, uh, my friend, it was her birthday, and uh, I was the first one at the bar because I'm notoriously early, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I was waiting there, and the bartender kept asking, you know, like, oh, are, are you sure you don't want anything? I'm like, water, water is great, um, you know, and he was, you know, trying to be nice or trying to pick me up, whatever he was doing, and he just gave me a free drink, and I was like, well, now this is awkward because I cannot drink that yeah. or I will get sick and go to the hospital. Yeah. And so I waited for my friend to get there. I, yeah. I'm just trying to not pay a couple thousand dollars in, in yeah. medical bills today. It's just, it, so, I wasn't going to, I'm trying not to end my day yeah, in for a hospital real. bed. Um, so my friend finally gets there. Um, I like slide her the drink. I'm like, this is for you. And sh- so she like, you know, she's all excited. It's her birthday. There are a mm-hmm. couple other people in here, there. She's like, oh, that's so nice that you got it for me. The bartender can definitely hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, no, the bartender gave it for me to me to me for free. Mm-hmm. And I cannot drink it. Yeah. And he's obviously listening. And the whole thing was just so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that is the time I have not been carded. Um, yeah. Mm. And he just gave me a drink yeah i mean yeah oh god it's so and the poor the poor bartender like because you gotta think like he probably was just trying to like cheer you up he saw that you were like there alone and just drinking water so he's probably i don't know i generally think bartenders are nice people like in my experience trying to be nice Maybe so, thought I was cute. I'm cute. You are cute. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he was probably just trying to be nice. Um, but also, I mean, you can't drink it or else you might die. And yeah. that's totally fair. It's like, this is really uncomfortable. Oh, man. But God. you seem like a nice dude. Like, could not make eye contact with him for the rest of the night. No, of course. No, because, no. like, then you may as well kill yourself. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's the thing, is that you may mm-hmm. as well just end it if you have to make eye contact mm-hmm. with that guy again. No, I totally get it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. But, and I mean, here's the thing. And I also keep, um, you know, my uh, people, like my mom and my grandma always say, like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you're so, like, you have such a round face. You're so young looking. It's going to be great when mm-hmm. you're, like, 50. And I'm I like, get that a lot. And I'm like, okay, it could be great when I'm 50. And honestly, mm-hmm. like, I'm a good looking, I'm a good looking yeah. chick. So, yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not mad at how I look right now. 
Mm-hmm. But then it's like I still am getting like pimples and I'm mm-hmm. still and like I can't for like, sure. And I'm and I want to get like a chin tuck. Like I'm, and I'm like I'm like oh this is gonna be good when I'm fifty. But like I also kind of want it to be good now because yeah. I'm really like charming and. Funny. I also get a lot of like this will be really great when you're older and like you know maybe I look young but my body is falling apart already. Right. Like, right. So like I just you're have kind so of many like, things. Yeah. yeah. So you're kind of like I mean yeah I love it if the whole package. Yeah. Was age appropriate. For sure. Like, legit, I have arthritis oh as of God. when I was, like, 19. Um, and I'm like, this is not That's a thing not I cool. should have. And, like, I hate it when people that aren't, like, chronically ill are like, you know, oh, you're too young for that. But also, like, I'm kind of too young for that. No, and I, and I mean, like, I am not a person who is chronically ill, mm-hmm. and, but when I say, like, you're too young for that, that's not yeah. me saying it in disbelief, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. me saying it in sort of like a, that fucking sucks, like, yes. you're, you're fucking 19, you can't even drink yeah. yet, and it, you're not even legally allowed to drink, you yeah. can't, you can't legally, like, fucking rent a car, and you have arthritis, <laughs> like, that's yeah, such bullshit. Real. Like, I'm 80, but also I'm 19, like, yeah, yeah. this is something I didn't realize I had, um, until I was, like, out on a walking tour, and, like, I had studied abroad for, like, three weeks in England with, um, a, a couple folks from mm-hmm. my undergrad, um, and, like, realized on a walking tour, like, oh, my knee is really swollen, and I cannot walk any further. That was mm-hmm. embarrassing, so, like, there, there's another one for you. I mean, <laughs> it's not embarrassing as much as it is just kind of, like, man, yeah. <laughs> like, I wish that wasn't the case for you yeah but same god has a plan oh, all boy. that bullshit <laughs> huh all right so i like to uh sort of wrap 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 every episode up with like mm-hmm. a question to encompass yeah. the theme and now i'm not sure what theme we ended up landing on here but i guess cool. like um okay so like if you could meet any author that oh, you boy. haven't already met Okay. Which which author would it be? Okay. So I have like three answers. Oh. One is my dead author is Toni Morrison. Sure. I like Great one. was legitimately devastated when she died. Yeah, that um, was a bummer. Yeah. Two right now is probably Isabel Wilkerson. Okay. Um she I you know, I studied journalism. I saw her speak once uh when when I was in grad school. Um real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just read cast and so she's, she's on my mind, would love to right. meet her. Three is JK Rowling. I really just want to like punch her in the face. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. The, so. the thing that's such a bummer with JK Rowling yeah. is she could have just shut the fuck up. Right. And no one would be any the wiser. No. Cause like, I mean, it, it just sucks. Yeah. That, Cause like, I mean, granted, like, I... Obviously, like, I have a mm-hmm. lower opinion of her now than I did, you know, three yeah, years ago sure. wh- before mm-hmm. she spoke. And it's not necessarily, it's just, like, you just could have shut the fuck up. Yes. And, and you, it wouldn't be an issue. Like, she, you could she just said private, thing, yeah. you could privately think these things to yourself and you'd still be an asshole and a bigot. Yeah. But then, like, you no one wouldn't, would know. then you wouldn't have, like, scarred an, an entire generation. Right. Who has... There, yeah. I know, it's a series that meant a lot to me. Like, I, so I, like, 
content warning for, for folks that are listening for self-harm. But so when I was younger, um, and this was like right before I went into the psych hospital, I would cut on my side, um, Mm -hmm. and where, where no one could see it. And a couple years ago, I got a tattoo of the Gryffindor lion as, you Mm -hmm. know, like, you know, being brave and, you know, overcoming that. And it, it was just like a thing for me. Um, I was really excited whenever I saw it. I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is something that like I overcame. And now I'm like, it's just a lion. <sighs> yeah, I just, I just love, I'm a Leo. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just love Leo. Leos. I, yeah, I'm, I just love, I was born in March, but I love Leos. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I am a Pisces, but I just, uh, <laughs> you know me. Leo, yep. Leo, Leo. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, okay, that's good. That's a good one. Um, well, I my dead author would be Jane Austen. Okay. I love that bitch. Mm-hmm. I got Great. a Jane Austen tattoo. Nice. This is from a New Yorker article. Okay. Um, called, uh, like, the future of Jane Austen adaptations or something mm-hmm. like that, and it was a satire article. And so this okay. is upside down, but it's hard to show you right side up. But this is a yes, Jane yes, Austen yes. heroine with a space helmet mm-hmm. on. And originally there was a little moonscape, but I didn't get love that. that. Um, okay. I love Jane Austen. I love yes. Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Emma 2020. And mm-hmm. my my current celeb crush, AT, well, my current, real current is Victoria mm-hmm. Pedretti. But one of my okay. current, ATJ, Annie Taylor-Joy, double nommed in the Golden mm-hmm. Globes for Queen's Gambit and Amazing. Emma. Which, Iconic. I mean, and Autumn, I mean... This is a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta watch mm-hmm. Emma twenty twenty, and you okay. gotta watch Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley and cool. uh, Matthew McFadden. Just I've not seen Ooh. any of these things. <gasps> I should. I should. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, well, and you're a literary nerd, so you'll yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah. So I would I would definitely meet her, a hundo mm-hmm. P. Um, and you know, then it gets tricky because mm-hmm. I feel like I just like a whole fuck ton of I, I would meet um Eileen Miles okay. um they're like a poet uh mm-hmm. primarily but they've also written a, a couple of um sort of like poetic yeah. prose novels yeah. poetry is dope love it big yeah. poetry fan yeah. um and you know what fuck it I'd also meet Emily Dickinson because I, I love her poetry mm-hmm. and I also love Dickinson on yeah, Apple TV plus it yeah. is so good it is such a good show um, the creator, Elena Smith, mm-hmm. followed me on Twitter for a minute because she thought mm-hmm. that I was a music artist that she used in her show, but I was not. Oops. So she ended up unfollowing me after that. But um, yeah. it was fun for a minute. Yeah. Um, Great. Okay, so you have a book coming out next week, which is very cool. Yes. So, so uh, what what's the title? Where can where can people get it, please? Yeah. And also, and your your mm-hmm. other book, your collection of sto- short stories. Yeah, so this one is called Letters I'll Never Send. It is officially coming out February 20th, but you can pre-order it basically anywhere on the internet. If you hate Amazon, it's also on IndieBound and uh, book, Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same with uh, my short stories. They're, it's called Last Dance, um, also available anywhere on the internet and in some mm-hmm. um, obscure bookstores in New York that I've, I've left them in. Sure. <laughs> yeah. um, I will make sure to put a link to those below. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, and if you know, if you've listened, then then you've heard about mm-hmm. the premise, and obviously Nicole's very talented, so you should and awesome, so you should definitely check that out. I will definitely be pre-ordering a copy. Um, and then on, is there any? Is there like, do you have like a website or Twitter or Instagram or whatever where people yeah. can 
everything I have on the internet is super obvious. It's it's nicolesonlooker.com and then all my handles are at nicolesonlooker. So. Okay, awesome. I will put a yeah. link to all of those uh, cool. down below as well. Um, mm -hmm. On the podcast end, uh, as per usual, um, so Nicole, I'll be sending you some stickers um, as a as a thank you for being a lovely guest. Um, yes, and then if you um, if you're interested in stickers uh, as a as a listener, please donate to my Patreon or my coffee, and you will get sent some fucking stickers. Um, Yes, please. And then um, da, 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 da. we are at Oh No The Pod on all on Twitter and Insta. And um, uh, da, 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 da. other than that, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Anywhere else, just please subscribe. Um, you know, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whoever. That. Um, so yeah, please uh, do all that. Nicole, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thank what you a lovely for episode. Me. Um, and, uh, yeah, for everyone listening, catch you on the flip. A big thank you to all my patrons, Grace Murray, Lindsay, Morgan McCarthy, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, Haley Pregnell, Caroline Phelan, and Sarah DeVellis. You guys are the best, and if you're interested in getting a shout-out like this at the end of every episode, please check out the Patreon. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight, and the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse uh, at Vante Burse on all socials at designed by Devante on Instagram.